South Coast tonight with Chris McCarthy and Marcus Farrow. They've got you covered on all the news of the day. From local issues to politics on both sides of the aisle. This is the place where the movers and shakers come to be heard. To listen. And where they're held accountable. This is South Coast Tonight on WBSM. going on today we're well we're here for five hours <laughs> maybe maybe five days maybe five days it depends on how it goes i'll have to leave for to go to dialysis we'll, we'll shelter in place we'll have to do a we'll have to do some battlefield medicine here <laughs> yeah to get the dialysis going that's correct yeah there might be a stop the steal going on <laughs> we don't know so hey listen guys it's election night we're here it's south coast tonight i'm marcus farrow Chris McCarthy. And we're here till midnight tonight because we want to be able to call uh, these races for you. We, we want to give you live updates of all the local races that matter to you. I've been in contact with the Schmidt and Gendro campaigns over the last couple of days. I've been in contact with uh, uh, campaigns in the 10th Bristol District. That's Strauss and Jeff Swift. Uh, I've been in con- we've been in contact with uh, both the uh, Haru and Hodgson campaigns right. for the last six months. Um, so we're going to get those numbers to you uh, when we get them live. We've also got I've also got people floating around up in the the, the corners of the, the Bristol County that you don't even think about. Right, right. <laughs> you know, way so, up north. Where, so where it snows. Before it we've snows, got yeah. the, the the tendrils of of South Coast tonight uh, are are spread out throughout uh, Bristol County and really throughout the. Commonwealth too, because we're also tracking the Plymouth County DA's race. You'll remember we had that debate here. So if you, you know if you're in Mattapoise at Marion, Rochester, Lakeville, Plymouth, Wareham, uh, Middleborough, Carver, etc., you 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 are that that matters to you. It matters to you if you don't live there, but it definitely matters to you either way, uh, if you live there. Now, Marcus, let's 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 remind people they still have an hour to vote. Yeah, you can still vote. Uh, as our as our former Secretary of State and almost President said, Hillary Clinton said, "Pokemon go to the polls." Okay, and, <laughs> and remember, folks, um, if you're in line at eight o'clock, they'll still let you vote. Um, yes, they will still let you vote. Um, they have to, right? They have to. The um, so if you're hearing so, us right now and you haven't voted, you still have an opportunity. You still do. Um, get there. The thing is, is you is, don't want to be the person that didn't vote. The thing is, is when you get there, because I've been hearing this has been going on in New Bedford, uh, and the poll worker tells you to leave your ballots on the chair, and they'll get to them. I wouldn't do that. So, Marcus, I voted in person this afternoon, mm-hmm. this evening. Actually, I came uh, after dialysis. I went and voted. Natalie picked me up. We went and voted. Seamless operation, yeah. Fairhaven. Yeah, yeah. It's all at the rec center. For those people who haven't voted in Fairhaven, don't yeah, do what I there. did. But Marcus, Linda, Linda Fredette's a great uh, town clerk. We're, we're lucky to have her here because she runs a, a, a tight ship. But the website was not properly updated. Oh. 
I went to town hall where I traditionally vote. I voted the primary there. Yeah, that's where you and, and you vote early in town hall too. Right. I went. No, the primary you voted in the rec center. I did at the primary. We yeah. in the rec center. Yeah, I remember. But traditionally, I voted town hall. Yeah, that's where precinct one votes. So when I looked on the website yesterday, just to say I want to make sure, right? Because I'd voted at the rec center in the past. Mm-hmm. It had all the precincts. Yeah, I was on the according to the website. Oh, okay. Voting at town hall. Right. So we got there, and we realized there's no one here. They're not yeah. voting here. So no big deal. We just went to the rec center. But um, other than that, little hiccup, but, but, it was seamless. Yeah, but at least the poll workers weren't telling you to leave your ballots in a chair or leave them in a tote well, bag. So, so I, I've I mean, been hearing uh, uh, machines have been broken. I've been hearing from good, uh, reputable sources that she, machines have been broken all over the city of New Bedford. And Marcus, I... Um, I'll tell you what. If we got, we got. I've, I've got, I've got the cell phone numbers of Anthony Mori and Dinah Desaglio. Maybe there needs to be some auditing going on after at the end of this election. Or, or, or the Secretary of State Galvin. Yeah. Um, I. Both of them. They can work together on this because well, it's it's a it's a huge problem. It's a massive issue, uh, folks. If you had problems voting tonight. We want to hear it. Yeah, we definitely want to hear from you. If you had an issue voting today, because we've been hearing that there has been some issues in New Bedford with voting, people saying, leave your ballots here on the chair, leave them on the floor, leave them in a tote bag, you know, leave them, you know, just kind of like, I mean, it's, you know. And, and Marcus is not joking. Just, we're not, listen, no, I'm, not, we, I'm know, not joking. No, I know we joke around here sometimes. We're yeah. not joking around. Yeah, no, we're, we're not. We're not being funny. So uh, 508-996-0500. Good evening. Good evening, gentlemen. Hey. hey. I guess I'll leave this off uh, because I've been wanting to ask you guys this question for the last two hours. Um, in interest of full disclosure, I am a registered Republican. At 7.04 this morning, I'm driving down Route 18. And a former candidate, Bedford. too. I'm sorry? And a former elected official. No, no. Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I am driving down Route 18 this morning, and I'm seeing the digital signs on the right-hand side of the highway stating today's election day. You know, the uh, the polls open at 7 o'clock this morning. Okay. At 7.04, and this is not a criticism of WBSM, but the news story out there is that the polls show that Maura Healy has a massive lead over Jeff Deal. That's correct, and my though. question, And my question to both of you is, is this the correct message we should be sending people on the very morning that the polls are opening within minutes. So, That's the correct message. Well, so here's the thing. I don't think Marcus or I would feel comfortable commenting on the other people we work with here or my boss's decision on well, how to run the dues. I, well, I don't know. What I'll say is um, that is a fact, a, a real it's thing. It's not even a question. It's not a question at all. I don't think that that's – I just – I don't think that's unethical at all. But, yeah, of course, you, you know, I, you're asking us – we're not going to say anything bad about our right. colleague, right. but I, but that's a, not, that's also a fact. That's a real thing. Yeah, I'm not I'm not trying to put anyone on the hot seat. All I'm saying is is this the message we should be sending voters on the day of the election? That the polls again that it, it came across as the polls show that Mari Hilly has a massive lead over Jeff Deal. Yeah. Well, she, but that's the thing. She, she you know, does. She does. To, to, just, to, just to tell you, and I, again, I didn't hear the report. I, 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 I'll take you at your word. I think I've heard that on other news stations today, too. I mean, I don't think that's a mystery. I don't think that's hedging the bets at all. I mean, I think it's or, or moving the needle at all. And, and if it was going to 
I mean, to the extent that it has like an a disparate impact on turnout, I, I just I don't. It it may or may, may I just, I don't think it's a great idea. Now, if she is, if it had come out that she has a lead, that's fine. But a massive lead, I she just does think have a it massive might discover, lead. I think it might discourage voters. Well, it didn't though. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe. <laughs> but I'm it wrong. didn't. But voters have been turning out. I mean, we're we're looking at pretty high turnouts down here in Bristol right. County. So. Right. Oh, I hope you're right. I hope yeah. you're right because we hear it all the time after elections that you know Bristol County we had what is it fifteen nineteen percent the turnout. Well, New Bedford had thirteen, which was the fifth lowest in the state uh, in in the okay. primary. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But okay. fortunately, and the rest of Bristol County ha- suburbs do turn out. Yeah, they do turn out. Yep. But thank you. I appreciate. Well, you know, look, look, our people from the station are listening. So yeah, um, your 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 criticism is registered. And, and if I can just get in this sure, one last comment, um, I do believe, this is my opinion, I do believe that if, if these polls are correct and Mara Healy does win, and in my heart of hearts, I do believe she'll win. Of course. Um, I believe Massachusetts will become California 2.0 because there is no bluer state in this country per capita than Massachusetts. Well, I, I do think that, that we we had we had a like I said, we had a Democratic governor for eight years and the world wasn't set on fire uh, by it. I do think that Maura Healy is going to run into an interesting situation where she's trying to put a stop probably on some of the legislative excesses um, that her own party may try to step forward with. Um, I think it's a lot easier to probably be the Speaker of the House when you have a Republican governor or the Republican governor when you have a Democrat Speaker of the House. Um, because that, that natural tension between the two parties and the competitive nature of the, of the two parties um, is, is helpful because you have to think twice about any excesses you may have. But there remains to be seen. Andrew, I, Andrew, I like Cuomo, Andrew Cuomo sabotaged his own party in New York uh, in, the, in the state correct. Senate so that he couldn't, so they didn't have to do the things he didn't want to do. See, I mean, yeah. but, but again, I, I, here's, here's my way of looking at it. I'll, I'll be curious to see what she does. I'd like to give her a honeymoon. Okay, I think it's a, I think it's the right thing to do when the people of vote for voter in. Let's see her. Let let her make a mistake before we start criticizing her. I totally agree. Yeah. Have a good night, guys. Thanks. Thank thanks. You. Which is something that they didn't do to Donald Trump, but you know that's yeah. the way it goes. Well, remember when Mitch McConnell said, um, "Well, there's another one." Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. We can we can defeat the Obama agenda if we work in lockstep. Yeah, let's make him a one term president. Yeah. So um so yeah that's 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 it's how, never helpful. That's how Washington is uh, now. So that's how they've been. Right. You know, yes. the last twenty years or so. Uh, and it's unfortunate, but we're we're going to be getting the we're going to be going town by town, getting the election results. We're hearing high turnouts. We want to if you want to tell us who you voted for too, that's fine too. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. We'll also take some mes- uh, messages on the WBSM app chat. So, Marcus, in contrast to what we're hearing about New Bedford, um, just get a plug in here for Fairhaven. Um, everybody was going to the rec center. It was massive. There was a huge turnout. Um, I don't know what the early voting looked like, but. Um, the um, the employees there at the, uh, are great. The, the workers. Yeah. Um, guy asked me if we're going to be on tonight. I said absolutely. Uh, he said I'll be listening. One of the one of the poll workers. Great. Um, you know, it really. I don't want to not to exaggerate it, but it really kind of gives you a good feeling. See yeah. everybody turning out to vote, yeah. right? It's all because of us. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it's true, Marcus. And I don't know. It's all- look. <laughs> 
I saw. He did it for me. I, I saw people I know are Republicans, and I saw people I know are Democrats. Yeah. Um, I think we'll be. Um, and again, as Marcus and I have both said from the beginning, we obviously have our favorites, but overall, we just want to have a high turnout for our area. Mm-hmm. Right. And I looked to me like, well, we already know Taunton had a very high turnout. I was speaking to some people who are have contacts up there. We know Taunton came out very strong. Yeah, I we we we're, we're hoping it, we're going to get those numbers too. Um right. so there's there's a I mean there's an interesting rep race in Taunton. So uh there's an interesting rep race in Taunton. There's some, in, some interesting uh uh rep races around here. Um but Taunton is one that looks particularly competitive. So I can tell you East Taunton, which is a more rural, probably the most rural part of Taunton. Yeah. Uh East Taunton um for those of you who don't know it, it's, that's about where the Galleria Mall used to be. Um, so East Taunton, according to a source up there, this is right around noontime today, Marcus. But it wasn't it wasn't afternoon. Um, it was right around noon, maybe 1130. Um, there were one, someone working at a precinct where there's 2,100 registered voters. 2,100 registered voters. There were over 500 Votes already cast before noon today. Wow. Yeah, that's a big turnout. That is a big turnout. Um, considering that most of the votes are going to come after that usually. Yeah. Right. So um, we'll see. We'll see how this is all going to turn out. Um, Marcus, what do you think brought people out? Because we're hearing about strong turnout, which certainly wasn't the Secretary of State. Because you predicted low turnout. Yeah, um, and it could be something he's predicting low turnout down there, but because we have uh, the most watched race in the Commonwealth, right? right. Uh, there might be higher turnout here. You know, actually, when I was at the um, when I was at the Canvas uh, uh, kickoffs covering, um, you know, Andrea Campbell and Diana Dezaglio and Kim Driscoll's appearances there, they came and they obviously spoke for Haru because Democrats. But um, someone was asking me like. Hey, someone not from here, someone from a very different part of the state was like, right. hey, what do you think is going to happen with the Bristol County Sheriff's race? Do you think, you know, this, it's a Democrat rally. So I'm like, do you think, you know, do you think Haro's going to pull it off? Do you think Hutch and blah, blah, blah? I said, hey, listen, uh, I'm not sure. I said, uh, there's a lot of variables here we can't account for. I think if Hodgson was, you know, that easy to beat, he would have lost already. Right. And, right. Uh, and um, you know, there's a lot of things like the top of the ticket and uh, all the money coming in that I, I really can't get a read on. So I'm, I'm not sure. She goes, okay, well, well, we'll be watching, you know, like we'll be watching that race. And I said, you know, we had a debate. He goes, oh, I, oh, I know. <laughs> you know? I, w- I wonder what, um, in addition to the sheriff's race, um, how much pull the questions? I, I see more people um, in the app chat complaining about the news that Healy had a massive lead. Um, listen, we've been telling you every day to go out and vote. Right. <laughs> and right. if, if, the, if the news made you feel bad right. about your candidate, I, 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 I'm sorry. I would say the danger really is, Marcus, you don't need to go vote. Well, that's ex- exactly like, right. oh, Healy is a massive lead. Right. Yeah. So I, when, when news like that cuts both ways. It does. I don't think you can say, well, I wouldn't yeah. go vote. I mean, I. I so never, we're actually, we're depressing both sides of the vote. If we did anything. <laughs> if to we depress, did anything. Right? Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm joking. Um, the, um, we're just reporting a fact. So, um, you know, I'm seeing and I'm seeing more uh, messages and you can send us an app chat message or you can give us a call at um, 508-996-0500. But I'm saying I'm seeing. Uh, other people saying the, uh, the rec center in Fairhaven was packed today. Um, so 
we're gonna we're gonna get those numbers. We've been in, like so we've been in contact with those campaigns. The polls close in like an hour, or so we're gonna get those numbers, and and we're also gonna hear from people. Like when Congressman Keating wins, we're going to hear from him. Yes. <laughs> yes. So I wonder, Marcus, um, if going forward, this will be what Fairhaven always does. Because to me, it seemed like probably less expensive, a little bit less expensive um, to do it that way. And it really had a fun feeling to it, really. Yeah. Um, you know, um, the uh, all the people there, you could tell a lot of people... On the sidewalk, stop, talk, real civic, right? Mm -hmm. Stuff, talking to each other, how's your kids, all that type of stuff, right? That's pretty good these days. Yeah. We don't get as much of that as we used to. Um, Marcus, one one thing we'll be be paying attention to, obviously, is the New Hampshire Senate race. That's all of a sudden a thing. You know, I remember hearing that, um, I remember hearing that the the, the mass GOP uh, had, like, basically cut the spigot. Uh, off on that, like they are not mass GOP. The the National Party had cut the spigot and and said like we're we're not we're not giving any money that right. race. But then all of a sudden there was like a three million dollar cash dump. So so what happened was um the senator from Florida Scott, uh, yeah Rick he, Scott he he brought the money in. He did. So um here's a nice thing up there. They yeah. don't have early voting, Marcus. Right, New Hampshire. Right. So they're gonna know. Right. They don't have to count all the ballots that have already been cast over the last two weeks. Right. They have no early voting. They're just going to know. Yeah. They're just going to know. Um, you know, I, I ran into uh, Congressman Keating today. Um, I, I So what I did was I went to polling places just to check them out. And I went to over here in Fairhaven. I saw Selectman Sylvia actually in Fairhaven. We had a we had a chat. He was holding signs for he was holding a sign for Bill Strauss, and there was a bunch of um, Jeff Swift signs there too. And then I went to Buttonwood Warming House, which I know is a big polling place, and Bill Clinton does too. That's why he blocked it. <laughs> <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's why right. he stood in front of it during the primary. You'll never forgive him. Yeah, never. No. Uh, not the worst thing he's done. <laughs> and I'm not even thinking about the thing you're thinking about. No, so, no. I'm thinking about the Chinese. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, exactly. So um, so uh, I went there. I saw Billy Sylvia and I saw Ryan Pereira, uh, Kevin Cormier. And uh, I was like, oh, I'll hang out. They're holding Keating signs. Right. And so I was like, OK, I'll hang out. You know, right. Um and uh, I saw my my buddy Rick. He was holding a row sign. And then uh, they said, "Oh, Bill Keating's actually coming here." So I said, "Cool, I'll hang out." Right. You know, right? So he came by. He was, you know, we were talking about some stuff, and he um, he he said he he told me. I asked him, "When what do you think about the Senate?" He says, "We're not going to know till December." I don't think. Yeah, because of Georgia, right? Because of Georgia, yeah. I think because of Georgia, uh, Pennsylvania is probably going to take a couple days. Uh, honestly, so really, the the results that you're looking for aren't really even the national stuff because you're not going to know. Listen, I'm going to tell you one: the Republicans are going to win the House, and the Senate we're not going to know to tonight. We're we're probably not going to know tonight unless there's I, th- things that really break badly for Democrats because I know Pennsylvania is going to take a few days too, like they did in the presidential election. So, so Marcus, um, because I have a few years on you, I remember when there was none of this garbage. Well, Rand Paul won when you knew. <laughs> Yeah, was there any question? Um, was the when you knew usually that night? I they've got to figure something out again yeah. to get election ballots counted the way they did for a hundred years in this country. Yeah, I mean, I really it's it is um, all it does is leave it open to people to question the results. 
Right. Um, they ought to be able to um, get the, count the ballots in the well, same Well, listen, I, I know that no matter what happens, at least most people aren't telling you to leave your ballot on the floor. So explain that, Marcus. So in New Bedford, apparently, I'm hearing this from multiple people, including very credible sources. I would agree with that. Yeah, yeah, very, the most credible you can get. And and what they're telling me is uh, that there are ballots being there are ballots that be, there's machines broken everywhere. First of all, across the city, apparently, and there's ballots that uh, if you can't get them into a machine, a poll worker is saying. And and listen. This isn't the poll worker's fault. Those people are volunteers. They are just doing what they need to do. I really appreciate the work the poll workers do because it's important, it's critical, and it's for free, right? They do it because they believe in it. It's not their fault. It's the people that they're taking directions from. And so what? They do get paid. Do they? Yeah. I thought they were volunteers. Not much. I did a poll. I didn't. I, you know why I'm saying that? Because I stood at a poll one day. I wasn't working for Fairhaven. I wasn't working for a town. I was, I was for a campaign, actually. I was at a yeah. poll all day, and I didn't get paid. So no, that's no, what I was the, thinking. No, but the town work, the city and um, workers who man the polls, they do get paid. It's not much, but there is a little stipend that comes for the day. So basically, no. No, but no believe me. You're, I, that's why yeah. I didn't even want to make a big deal, but it's not, sure. it's not a factor. It's not a factor. No, it's not okay, a they're factor. not doing it. Yeah, no, they're not getting rich. Off Nobody's of it. getting rich. So it's basically free. It's virtually free. You're there all day. And the only you're, thing you're paid with is headaches. Yeah, exactly. The only thing you're getting paid with is is headaches. So, so what, the reason I'm saying this is, um, uh, is that oh yeah, so they're telling people because if there's machine if the machines are broken to just leave your ballot on the floor or leave it on a chair, right? And you can't do that. So rather than feeding it into the machines. You get a live ballot. This is what you're telling me, Marcus. You come, you voted. Now you're walking back from the little box that you voted yep. in. And you've got to go slide into the machine, and the machine doesn't work. Yes. So they're saying just leave them over there. Just throw them over there. We'll get to them. Because you've got to go to work. Yeah. you got go, stuff to do. You're right. So unguarded ballots and unprocessed, unguarded ballots. Yeah. Left out in the open. Yep. Not only that, like... You have to, you're, first of all, you're showing people who you're voting for, which you, you don't have to do. Right. Right. You're leaving your ballot for somebody to just pick up and, and toss. Toss it, change it. Yeah. Holy God. It is, it is, it is, it is bad. So um, if you had an, ex- let me know if you had any experiences voting today, if you had any good experiences or bad experiences. <laughs> Save the good ones for later. Save the good ones for later. Tell I want to hear the bad, the bad ones. ones. Yeah. We want to hear the bad ones. Uh, Did anyone else have that happen? Yeah, it's. I mean, it's, it's something that we definitely have to look. We have to. We have to look into. We, go. we have to look into um, after this is over. So, for those people at home who, who, who are listening to this and wondering what happens, well, the Secretary of State is the overall, um, the overseer of all the elections. Okay, they call the shots. Um, they're really, and of course, you have the Attorney General's office as well. Um, fortunately, Bill Galvin will still be there in January. So, um, they, it's not like someone's coming in new to the attorney general's office, which would be the case regardless of how the election turns out because Mar Haley's leaving. But Bill Galvin has to launch an investigation. <laughs> yes, he does. I think he does. It's outrageous. It is outrageous. Yeah. Because again, I trust your sources. Oh yeah. They're, yeah. They're, this, they're, they're impeccable. This is not, <laughs> there's no question this happened. There's no question. It's just a question of 
How many times it happened? How many times? Yeah, right. How, how many, many ballots? And how can we make sure limbo? this doesn't happen again? Well, that's the other part. <laughs> you have to look. All around America, there, there was there's election denials. We had the stuff in Georgia. We have the stuff in Arizona. We didn't have any of those problems in Massachusetts. There were some mistakes that were made. That person immediately resigned. Remember Franklin, Massachusetts? Yes. Immediately yeah. resigned. Yeah. Yep. Because and- of a not fi- they it was a they misplaced the ballots. Yeah. It wasn't, wasn't a, they were always secured. Yep. They were locked in another room or something like that. That person immediately resigned. 508-996-0500. Good evening. Good evening, gentlemen. Hey, Shawnee. How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing fine. Thank you. Um, I did early voting, and I loved it. I think more people should get into that. I, it's such a... It's such a I think it's wonderful. Less of a hassle. But anyway, when I was voting... Uh, early voting, I noticed they had that separate ballot for the train. And That's I knew another that issue. Be a problem, and I <laughs> it's it. a problem. So, huh? what? How, how did you? How do you deal with it, Shawnee? How did it? How did it go down for you? Well, the train? Yeah. Well, well, well words, no, they, they, how, they gave you a separate ballot. How did it work exactly? It wasn't good because I it confused me a little bit, and then I said to myself, "Wow, I almost threw it out." And, and and then I said, wow, it, this is a separate ballot. That's where the question was. And then I, I filled it out, and then I put it in the way it should be put in, and I dropped mine in the white box downtown in a city. You know, you can drop it there. And uh, last time I handed it, but I'm, I'm comfortable with it. I don't have a problem with it at all. And um, what I'm saying is I knew that was going to be a problem, be, being on a separate, whole separate ballot, because... Every time I've ever voted, I've never had a, a, a separate ballot like that for anything that I can remember. No. And yeah. I'm 66 years old. Uh, so so going back now um, to, to this morning on the station, a woman called in and said that she was very upset. She never called the station before in her life, and she listens. But she said that they did not tell her about that, about the question being on a separate ballot. So... I kind of think, too, there might be a discrepancy going on with that because a lot of people might have missed it. Yeah. And maybe it's not, they're not getting counted for the, for the train. You yeah. know, even on well, the mail Well, well because, yeah, that's what, because we're hearing that, that there, yeah, for the first two hours of the day today, there was at least one place that, that didn't know. So, and so there, that means that there's no instruction coming from the uh, office, from the elections office. So, Shawnee, just, just to get this clear from you. So, because Marcus and I vote in Fairhaven, so we didn't have the double ballots. Yeah. Um, you early voted, so they've known for two weeks about the two ballots at least. Right. They never told like, – I would have been happy to tell, tell the public, right? Right. It's and your, not only that, when you walk it's your, in – It's your job. You, you, you have to. But when you walk in, they could have said – the people that are working, they could have said there's going to be two ballots when they hand it to you. Right. Right. But instead, right, they hand them to – so as you said, you – you you almost threw the thing away because you didn't realize you were getting two ballots because it hasn't happened like that ever before. No, and also, but I wanted to say about these things that are going on the floor and and all that. There is a there is a policeman in every one though. Yes. So maybe yeah. the policeman was keeping an eye on uh, the ones you're talking about, Marcus. 
You know what I mean? Maybe, but it's still it's they they need to be secured in that machine. That's the problem. If machines are broken everywhere, then that's that's well, definitely an issue. Right, right. So yeah. who's gonna who's the blame for the machines? Well, the, the the I would say that there needs to be an investigation because I wouldn't want to point the dirty end of the stick at anybody at this moment. Uh, but I do think the Secretary of State has to come down and do an exhaustive investigation into this. Yeah. Because so you give us the results tonight. Uh, no, I don't think we're we, going to get them. Now, we don't right? know now. We, we don't. Yeah, we don't. We don't know. We're hoping. We're hoping. I mean, this is this is a new development. We might you know? be having another Powerball. <laughs> <laughs> that was crazy, too. All right. Hey, listen, I, I got to take this break, but I, thank you for the call. Call thank back you later. Thank I'll you. be listening. All right, bye. All right, listen, let's take a break. Hey. Welcome back. Um, I'm Chris McCarthy. As always, Marcus Farrow is here, and we'll be with you until tomorrow. Literally. Right. We're, we're here till midnight tonight. We're getting uh, we're getting results from everybody. We're going to get call-ins from candidates um, uh, when the results come in. We're going to have something for you every minute until midnight. Yep. Including got, your phone calls. Well, we've got Tom Quinn calling in at 8. Yep. Uh, we've got Chris Markey calling in, Chris Hendricks, too. Right. right. So uh, I'm also talking to some reporters. We're talking to friends that are uh, at uh, – we've got a we've got a friend of the show, uh, Jake Ventura, who's floating around um, different election parties, actually. Yes. Uh, he's a very, very civically engaged guy. So he's floating around different election parties. He's going to give that? us updates here. Jake Ventura. Oh, Jake Ventura. Yeah. yeah Jake Ventura. Yeah. yeah. He's an attorney. Yeah. Jake yeah, yeah, Ventura. Yeah. No, he used to work in the state house. He did. And, yep. Yep. He used actually, to work in the state on, house. He worked down in Washington, the Capitol, too. He worked in. So he worked in the Capitol. He worked in the state house. Right. He works for Ropes and Gray. One of the most prestigious law firms in the country. Yes. And the most prestigious law firm in the state, for sure. Certainly. 508-996-0500. Good evening. Hey, guys. How are you? Hey, Barry. What's up? I got to tell you something, as as much of a buzz as this election is, and um, as you know, uh, you know, I've made a lot of calls to my friends and, and uh, contacts, and today I was out there holding signs with my beautiful wife at 8 o'clock this morning in a cushion it, and then back again all afternoon. Um, had a power lunch with, you know, maybe not want to say who they are, but maybe a... Um, I know, uh, but... You know. I know. So anyways, um, the buzz is more about what you guys have brought to the table in terms of the the education, the exposure of the candidates. Thank you. Uh, it, it, it's contested as it all is. Was anybody talking about my and, jokes? Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry? Was anybody talking about my jokes, Barry? Was anyone saying, I listen because Chris is well, funny? No. Funny story. I was in the cushion and our senator came. Mark Montigny came. And, uh, Who's that? You know, Paul Schmidt was there. <laughs> and, um, yeah, a lot. Everybody loves your jokes. Everybody loves the way that <laughs> you've done everybody. it. Thank you. So Thank funny. You. <laughs> you know? But it's, uh, and, and you can feel, you can feel the energy and you can feel the vibration. But, you know, in, in, in all of it, uh, with, with the uncertainty of it all, Everybody's really talking about the way that you guys have carried this thing with the with Thank educating you. and the exposure and the equal opportunity for both sides preparing it and uh, the fair and balancedness. I mean, it's a it's a real testament to what you guys have brought to. 
to our community. And I and thank, I thank you, you guys thank for you. that. Hey, Barry, I have a question for you. You you were a longtime member of the Board of Appeals here in the city of New Bedford. You, you've dealt with a lot of municipalities. You, you financial guy. Um, the situation that we're hearing about, where ballots were being Voters were told to leave their ballots behind and leave because machines weren't working. Is there any way this can go forward without an outside investigation? You'd think the Secretary of State has to come down and look at this, right? I mean, I know I'm just asking you, you on the fly, but... Yeah, but, you know, and, and if you want to know something, Chris, uh, there's a lot of variables in life. For example, where you know, the, the, the biggest lottery ticket ever, where, where right. $1.9 billion, they couldn't get that right, Chris. You, you know what I mean? There's, right. there's a lot of things that, that people, we need to button up. And, uh, you know, there's uh, the, the contesting of it all. Um, it, like anything else, it's like raising kids. You try your best and you hope for the best. And then, you know, if you got to go to bat and fight for it, I guess we would all fight for something, right, Chris? But let me ask you a question. If, you, if you're at the zoo and the, um, the lines were really long, would you just leave your kid on the side and say, hey, I'll be back later? Which is what they're doing to the ballots, apparently. Yeah, it was kind of weird, right? Kind of you know, weird, right? It, it's kind of it's kind of weird. Um, you, you know, this five P's: proper planning prevents. You know, what kind of performance? Yeah. Right? Yes, sir. So you would think there would be better. There would be better preparation for this because it's very. All of your shows for the past three months have built up all of the importance of what we have. In, in uh, constitutional rights, if you're on market side or your side. Right. So, yeah, you would think that, that there was better preparation for this because it's probably, like you guys have said, the most important thing we're going to do in a long time or have yeah, done right. for a long time. Particularly New Bedford with this question five, right? I mean, it's about joining the MBTA. There is some people out there that don't want to do it if that starts to become a question yeah. how the integrity of the election I, I, yeah i saw some somebody interviewed by new bedford light with a really dumb opinion on it right and uh so um but at the same time it was a dumb opinion but at the same time there wasn't a great education campaign on it there really wasn't um we, 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 did, we guys, did everything you we could did a, you, you didn't vote in new bedford right no. uh, so so that question was on a separate page entirely exactly so when you went to submit your your ballot into the machine you know you didn't know if you're supposed to take the two pieces of paper and and put them in together which would which would not be read properly right so yeah it was a little bit confusing you would have thought that there would be more planning on that i'm not i'm not kicking anybody's stones and right but yeah it's a little bit weird it's very important isn't it well here's the other thing barry is that we had two weeks of early voting. So at any one of those times, someone over there could have said, hey, maybe we should alert the media that yeah. for the first time in a couple decades, there's going to be two ballots and not one. But we were just finding out about it. Yeah. And the, and the single ballot in New Bedford was both pages, like you're saying, Chris and Mar Marcus. Right. And then there was a separate page. You know what I mean? Kind of yeah. like, you know, when you're in college and you finish the composition <laughs> book, and if you said at the end to the professor, hey, listen, I got another page, attachment C below. Right, know? yes, 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 see. <laughs> so, another blue book. Yeah. Yeah. So, hey, Barry, I uh, appreciate the call. I got to take this break. Keep up the good work. Marcus, keep cutting me off, though. Love you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Barry. That was a five-minute phone call. <laughs> you know, I gave I gave the next lieutenant governor five minutes. <laughs> Download the WB.
XM app and listen to us everywhere. Guitar here. They know the local issues from the inside out, and they call it like they see it. Chris McCarthy and Marcus Farrow are back with more South Coast Tonight on WBSM. Oh, uh, I, you know, I'm looking at the app chat. You can app chat us. You can give us a call, 508-996-0500. You can send us an app on the, on the, uh, a chat on the, a chat on the app chat. Does that make sense? You can send us a message on the app chat. We'd love to hear from you on your experience voting today. Yeah, so um, Lindsay from Fairhaven says, uh, you know, talking about the one polling location, which is the rec center, uh, it said, notice there was a very limited parking. Hopefully they'll have a better plan for voting uh, with a high turnout. I did notice the parking was bad. Um, I was trying to, like, when I was trying to talk to Selectman Sylvia, uh, I couldn't, it was hard for me to find a parking spot. Okay. I had to move... um, I had to park. Little, I thought I had to park a little bit further away than someone left. But um, what I will say is, you know, if you got somebody with a mobility difference, you just—I I would say you probably just pull up, right? I don't think anybody's going to say anything. And that's what we did. Yeah, right. Exactly. Right. And uh, we can't. You know, it's 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 difficult to navigate. You're not going to, as you think about it. Where else would they do it with a better parking lot? Maybe a school. Yeah. I mean, because it used to be everywhere. Like, I, I right. used to be at the fire station. Yes. You were there. I remember when I lived on the neck, I was at uh, Jamison Street. I was at the rec center when I lived in East Fairhaven. I lived all over town. <laughs> but um, I'm a man about town. But <laughs> <laughs> So they, they – but a central location is good. A central location I think is good. Yeah. And um, I would imagine that they have um, probably were able to cut down a little bit on the labor costs. Maybe not. Um, the yeah. – um, I thought it was done really well here at Fairhaven. Yeah. You came in. No, not. Here's a funny thing. You and I know our precincts. Yeah. But a lot of people don't. Yeah. So they had a guy standing there with a book, and he'd say to you, you'd say, what's your street? Or oh, your precinct. If you, didn't, if you knew, he'd yeah. send you in. Yeah. If you didn't know, he'd look it up for you. Yeah. And then, when, so you were going, and so there wasn't a gaggle of people standing around, lost. It was really well organized. On Precinct 4, which is the least contiguous precinct in the town. It doesn't make a lot of sense. I think Precinct 1's like the neck and the islands, right? Precinct 1 is where I navigate. You're, you're, okay, so Precinct yeah. 1's the center. Yeah. Maybe Precinct uh, 6. But one precinct's basically the neck and the island. Yeah, I and think then one's that's... the center. And then one's like North Fairhaven. I'm in like the random precinct. It's where Trump did the best in Fairhaven. Um, I remember because... You're there. What? Because you're there. No, no, no. Not you're he there. He didn't do that they well in your, one. They took your lead. He didn't do that well in one, but he did very well down the neck. Um, I just remember because I thought, looking at the results a couple of years ago, I thought, where is this? Yeah. What precinct is this? Right? I think it's precinct five, maybe. Let's take a break. The new just my headphones. So, Marcus, the polls are closing. The polls are closed. Listen, guys, I see you on the line. Uh, if you called in, I see you on the line. Uh, we don't have time to get to you right now. If you want to call back a little bit later than, later in the 8 o'clock hour, we'll definitely take your calls. We're going to hear from DA Tom Quinn first, who got reelected today. And uh, then we'll we'll hear from you at 508-996-0500. So give us a call then. We'll, uh, we'll be happy to talk to you. The polls well, are closed. Or well, you can hold the line. Or you could just stay there, but it's just going to be a while. So don't complain after. Right. 